Are you ready to take your ketogenic lifestyle to the next level? Go to energizemyhealth.com where you will learn all about the Beamer therapy for your health. Now, I feel so fortunate to have discovered this life-changing technology and I feel compelled to share it with all my fellow ketonians and fasters out there. This technology could very well change the face of modern medicine as we know it. So what is Beamer therapy? Beamer therapy consists of exposing the body to low-level pulsed electromagnetic fields. Think of these magnetic fields as sound waves that permeate through every cell in the body. These magnetic signals are delivered by way of a full body mat and several focused applicators. While there are several systems on the market currently, each one touting the benefits of their unique waveforms and frequencies, the most important thing to consider when choosing among them is proof of efficacy. And not only does Beamer hold five worldwide patents on their proven technology, but the Beamer has also been shown in a blind study to be far superior to the rest of the competition. Beamer enhances blood flow, oxygen supply, cardiac function, physical fitness, strength, and stamina, concentration, mental acuity, stress reduction, relaxation, sleep management, and so much more. Again, go to energizemyhealth.com to get all the full details about Beamer and get your Beamer today. Do you want to test for breath ketones and need a breath ketone analyzer to do that? Then let me introduce you to the first reusable breath ketone analyzer. It's called Ketonics, K-E-T-O-N-I-X. Ketonics.com is their website, and you've heard me talking about them here for years, and now they have a brand new technology that I think you're going to like. It's the Ketonics Bluetooth with battery. This is the latest version of Ketonics that's out here in 2017. It connects with the latest iOS and Android software and it's available for mobile devices like smartphones and tablet. It is a reusable instrument that can be used thousands of times and you can record your breath ketones locally on your mobile device, smartphone, tablet, or online account at ketonics.com. You can anonymously contribute your data to studies of ketogenic diets. So again, it's the brand new Ketonics Blue Head on over to ketonics.com and get the latest and greatest version of Ketonics. Coming up in episode 1313, an LLVLC show classic episode with Hank Garner. Connecting and educating and making the world a more informed and healthier place. You're listening to the Live in La Vida Low Carb Show with Jimmy Moore. You've helped change so many lives and give us all the courage to take on the rest of the world. This is the longest running health podcast on the air today. You've done so much to spread the word about how diet matters. Over 1,000 episodes strong and counting. The amount of lives that you've changed at this point is incalculable. And now, here's our host and international best-selling author you're like the LL Cool J of podcasting Jimmy Moore Hey, hey, guys, it's Jimmy Moore again, back here on LLVLC Classic Episode Day. And we've had a lot of really good ones lately from all sorts of people in the world of health. And today is a very interesting one because Hank Garner is now the guy that posts all of my show notes and does all the social media stuff, posting of my podcasts. He's been out there for a few years. I knew him a long time ago when he did his own low-carb podcast and was really doing really well. And then he gained back some weight, felt some of the remorse from that and didn't think he could post as much about 
low carb until he got himself in order. And then he came back and did another episode with me talking about some of the struggles and some of the mistakes that he felt he was making. I just thought it would be really interesting for you guys to hear from Hank what he went through. Uh, It's very similar to what I am currently facing, seeking to lose some pounds and yet still keeping the eye on the ball of my health markers. So enjoy this LLVLC show classic episode featuring Hank Garner. Today we have here on the Live in La Vida Low Carb Show, one of my fellow podcasters. Uh, his name is Hank Garner. His website, mylowcarbjourney.com, where you can learn all about the low carb success of this man who uh, only started low carb about six or so months ago. He's already lost over 100 pounds. Uh, As of the recording of this interview that we did uh, a couple months ago, uh, he had not quite hit that, but since then he has hit that. The the thing that was really unique about Hank is he actually started podcasting while he was still losing weight. So I thought that was pretty neat that he decided to start a podcast first uh, before he started blogging. Most of us who have gotten into this started blogging after we were successful uh, and then got into podcasting. So he's kind of a unique uh, uh, character in that aspect, but I'm certainly uh, privileged to call him a friend now. Uh, We do regularly uh, talk, and I I really enjoy being inspired by this brand new low-carb weight loss success story, and uh, he's doing fabulous work. If you have not listened to his My Low Carb Journey podcast, you're definitely missing out. He's got a similar format to the Live in La Vida Low Carb show, has interviewed all kinds of people uh, in the world of health and nutrition and fitness. His name is Hank Garner, as I said, and he has a website called MyLowCarbJourney.com. Visit there and you can learn all about his progress on his low-carb diet, which he has been rocking on. Hank, I I keep checking all your updates. You really have done an awesome job. Uh, As of March of 2011, what is it, 90 pounds gone? Holy cow. Yeah, um, officially uh, 90 pounds. um, Actually, total... Uh, weight loss is uh, is uh, over a hundred. Wow! Um, but uh, but since I started tracking in uh, October of 2010, uh, yeah, about 90 pounds gone. That is super. Time. And so he has, uh, uh, you know, he frequently updates his website to to do his weight update. But he also provides some really good information. Like I said, he kind of came on really strong in the past few months, and I wanted to have him on the show to kind of talk about who he is, where he came from. <laughs> Why has Mama called him Hank and all, and all these other things? So, Hank, welcome to the show. Well, well, thank you, Jimmy. It's a real pleasure to be on the Living La Vida Low Carb Show. I've been a, a huge fan for a long time, as you know, and uh, and thanks for for uh, putting out the welcome, Matt. Well, you are very welcome. And tell us a little more about yourself for people who may not know who you are. Tell us uh, how you became. Uh, and I'm reading from your website, uh, uh, this fat man who now is on a journey to become healthy on a low-carb lifestyle. Wow, Jimmy. Um, well, it, it started, um, uh, my mama called me Hank. Uh, my real name is Henry, uh, but I'm a junior, so they called me Hank as a nickname. Sure. Um, but anyway, um, th- you know, I, I have always struggled with weight my entire life, and I come from a family that uh that has had weight problems uh you know um 
and it's it's always kind of been this this um genetic thing uh if you will or at least that's the way we like to think about it is you know we're we're just kind of bigger people and um you know but an odd thing happened uh when i was in my early 20s my late teens early 20s um i stopped eating a bunch of junk and i lost a a ton of weight and uh in this time i met my wife who uh i've been married to for almost 17 years now and um uh, and then you know when when we got married and kind of started settling into life and and the routines of things that happen um and started picking up bad habits again this weight all started coming back and you know i found myself uh you know a couple of years ago really um disgusted with myself really at a at a point a kind of a low point in my life where uh you know a lot of good things were happening in my life a lot of things were going right but i was not happy with me and uh, really started this kind of path of of introspection and and looking at um you know why i am the way i am and why i tend to fall into habits and things like that and really started looking at ways to to change me and Along that uh, that time, I discovered you and your podcast, and started really looking into low carb uh, as uh, as a lifestyle alternative, as as a way to uh, you know get on this this healthy bandwagon, and started making some changes uh, in my life over the last year or so, and and started uh, understanding the mechanics behind diet and exercise and and why things work the way they do and and things like that and uh, over the last year um we had some uh some personal things with uh with one of my kids that really uh was a a big stress ball uh in our family and uh, going back and forth to doctors and specialists and and things like that and um and really let my uh the things that I had learned lax and uh, let other things take priority and uh and things like that and so last fall uh my wife and I were sitting on the on the couch and we were just talking and and I just told her you know that um I have to commit myself wholeheartedly to to do this thing because I want to be healthy. Um, I, I understand the path that I have to take. I understand what it is that's going on with me that's causing me to be this way, and I and I know what the solution is. I just need to set my mind to it. I need to, um, you know, stop the junk, uh, you know, food and things that are causing. Uh, uh, causing these chemical reactions in my body that that cause cravings and things like that. I, I totally understand what's going on. I just need to set my mind to it and do it. Yeah. And uh, my day job is a uh, is a, a web designer, and so you know I had this crazy idea. I, I told Dawn, my wife, I said, you know what? Um, to be accountable, I need to really put myself out there, and I really need to um, you know. And it's it's this this crazy idea that. Um, you know, to, to make sure I stick on this thing, um, I'm going to just kind of do this in front of people and, and give myself that accountability. So, you know, the next day, um, I, I went into, uh, you know, what, uh, 
you know, low carbers would consider kind of induction phase. You know, I cut my, my carbs way down to, you know, about 20 grams or so and, and cut out all the, all the white stuff and, you know, the, the things that you do to get started in low carb. And I launched a blog and, and I said, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm gonna do frequent updates as to what I'm eating and, and what my weight is. And I'm gonna tell stories about myself all along the way, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the uncomfortable. And, um, and I have a history in radio as well. I used to manage a radio station, uh, years ago and, uh, all through high school in my early twenties, I did, uh, I did radio and, and TV production. And so I said, you know, another great way to really get to talk to the experts in the field and really to get to sit down and have a one-on-one conversation with people that I would never get the chance to have a one-on-one conversation with would be to start a podcast in conjunction with my blog. And, you know, I sent out some emails to you and to Tom Naughton and Kent Altina and uh, uh, Steve Cooksey and several other people that I met along the way. And and it just, uh, you know, it kind of started up from there. And, uh, you know, I've told people that I started the podcast uh, for purely selfish reasons. And, and that was just so that I could get to talk to people that I would never get the chance to talk to and ask the kind of questions that I always wanted to ask. Um, you know, because I would listen to your podcast and stuff and, and I would get all this great information. But, uh, you know, sometimes I'd find myself going, well, I wonder how that would work in this situation. Mm. And so, um, you know, so that's that's what I did. And five months later, because we're recording this in, in March, uh, you know, that's uh, that's where we are. That's that's cool. And I've, I've often bragged about you how most people tend to start a blog and then they start a podcast. Not Hank Garner. Hank, <laughs> Hank uh, Mr. Showoff, went ahead and started a podcast <laughs> simultaneously with his blog. I mean, yeah. that was kind of risky because nobody knows who you are, Hank. Oh, it's very risky, you know, and it's, um, you know, yeah, nobody, nobody knows who I am. And, and um, you know, and I'm a guy that, uh, that when I started had no success right. at this. Right. Um, so, you know, who was I to... Uh, you know, think that that I was a voice that anyone would want to listen to, and and it really wasn't that that I uh, was a voice that needed to be listened to or, or thought that I deserved that. It was that um, this, it was really a motivation for me to um, to stay uh, to stay the course because um, you know if if I put it out there and then I made commitments to other people, um, I would need to stick to those commitments. Sure. sure. And that makes total sense. The accountability is something I've talked about uh, time and time again on yeah. my blog and, and through the podcast because without the accountability, I mean, y- y- there's no reason for you to keep going. I, and I, I guess it's a certain personality type, Hank, where where you need that accountability to kind of keep you going, so, something to strive for. Yeah. And, and if you put yourself out there, trust me, there will be people that will put you on the straight and narrow very quickly, whether you wanted it or not. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Well, yeah. You, you'll get all sorts of feedback. Well, tell us, uh, as of the recording of this, how many episodes do you have of the My Low Carb Journey podcast? 
uh, 20 that have been released, uh, several more that are in the can. I've uh, got another one coming out this uh, – they come out every uh, every week, generally on Thursdays. Uh, sometimes I have some scheduling stuff, and they'll come out on, on Friday or Saturday, but, but generally on Thursdays every week. Um, 20 episodes in, probably have um, – you know, 50 lined up that uh, will be coming out, you know, over the next few months. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've had great response. Um, you know, we have thousands of listeners every week uh, yeah. that come back. And and it's just uh, – it's been a, a huge, uh, you know, success in the, in the fact that um, I've been able to get real quality guests on that uh, have really graciously given me a lot of their time, yeah. uh, a lot of support after – you know, I've, I've met some really good friends through through doing this who I keep in contact with, uh, you know, after the fact. And um, it's just been an amazing experience. It, it really has. Yeah, it, it took me a year and a half to get a podcast after I started my blog. <laughs> and then it took probably, Hank, maybe another year before I started doing maybe a, a nine or ten months before I started doing interviews, I, I wasn't really an interview kind of guy. And it, that shocks people because they say, well, you do a good job now. Uh, yeah, but it's only do. because I have a lot of practice. I'm almost at 500 episodes now, so I've wow. practiced quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Absolutely. But you have this skill, and, and I love the – and it's probably your background in broadcasting that helps you with this, but you have a really good skill of, of – uh, I guess making the interview guests feel very comfortable uh, and they talk. I mean, you're just a really cool guy to do this kind of thing. And, you, and you've honed the craft very quickly. Um, well, thank you. Did, did you have background in interviewing people before or is this just something that just comes natural to you? Well, um, I don't know, Jimmy. You know, I, um, I like I said, I, I spent a lot of time in, in broadcasting early on, but uh, – but I also have a, a background in uh, in ministry. Yep. Um, I was um, uh, when Dawn and I first got married. I was uh, I was an associate pastor at a church and um, and have done ministry work uh, through the years. Uh, you know, in, in various different capacities. We even uh, planted a church uh, last year and then. Um, uh, went through that whole process of starting a new ministry and then handing that off to someone else. And, uh, but through all of the, you know, that there's a certain, I guess there's a certain rapport you need to have with people just in, uh, you know, talking with people through, through situations in life. And, and I think that's probably where, um, a lot of that comes from just the, um, you know, when, when I sit down to interview someone, uh, I rarely have – I usually have a few points in mind that I want to cover, but I rarely have the interview mapped out. And and I usually don't um, use an outline. Uh, you know, I, I, I jot some points, but I just kind of let the conversation go um, where it wants to go. And and usually the person I'm interviewing has, has something on their mind. Um, I usually have some, some points that I want to cover, and then we just kind of let it – um, and just naturally go where it, it wants to go. And if you if you set people up with uh, uh, with a few leading questions, and uh, you know, you can usually get to the heart of the matter pretty quickly, right? And so that's that's kind of my philosophy. And Hank, that's interesting because that's exactly my philosophy too. I I never 
and this shocks people. I, I don't prepare questions for this podcast. Yeah. In fact, you and I started talking today and I said, okay, Hank, I'm going to introduce the show. Then I'll introduce who you are. And then wherever it goes from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the, that's, uh, I have found that, um, when I do that, um, I usually have an hour gone and, and, Neither one of us, uh, you know, are aware that that much time has passed, and it's just, um, it, I don't know. It's just a, it's a, it's an organic thing that that just happens, and uh, you know, maybe, um, you know, conversation is a uh, uh, is an art form that's been lost. I think. Well, and it's authenticity. I think a lot of people, yeah. when, when you have a plan, and, and you've heard them before. All my listeners have heard them before. Let yeah. me ask you the next question, and it sounds kind of <laughs> like this. And then when they answer, it's the same robot. And it's like, come on, people. Yeah, you're right. It is a lost art to to just talk. Yeah, and uh, and so that's what I admire about your show. And uh, I, I mean, gosh, as few episodes as you've done, and you've already gotten to that level. It just if you're not already listening to the My Low Carb Journey podcast, you absolutely need to be doing that because. Hank really does have some great guests. Now, Hank, I get this question all the time because of the quality of guests that I have on my show. They're like, how do you get these people? And my answer to them, and you, you tell me if it's your same, same experience for you, I just ask. <laughs> Absolutely. You just you just ask. You know, uh, everyone that I have uh, had on my show, um, you know, I've, I've gone to their website, I've found their email address, and I shoot them an email. Uh, a couple of folks I've found on Twitter, uh, you know, and send them a, a Twitter message. And, you know, nine out of ten people just respond back and go, yeah, I'd love to. You know, and there, there's a couple of folks that I've had to, uh, and I won't name names, but I've had to... Um, uh, you know, badger them a little bit and send multiple emails and name uh, names. Please name uh, names. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I have the uh, I have the gift of tenacity where um, you know I don't uh, I don't give up easily. Me neither. Uh, when I when I set my mind to something, so um, Dr. Robert Lustig you know, was a, a tough nut for me to crack, and I finally <laughs> got him on this show after several other people wrote him and said that Jimmy Moore guy is pretty good. You know, and go on this show. You know, <laughs> so, wow, wow. So if you ever need like a, 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 a I, I guess a a right hand man to kind of give you that final punch. I'm I'm happy to be there for you, brother. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. I'll send you a list. <laughs> now, now it's interesting. Uh, you know, have you had anybody turn you down that you thought, oh, they'd be great on the show, and they just refused to come on? Um, you know, I, I've had a couple people that just didn't didn't respond. Yep. Um, I've had several people that that said I'd I'd love to, but the timing's not right yeah. right now. Um. I haven't had anyone just outright reject me. Um, and, and some people like, uh, you know, I've, I've thrown a couple of emails out there just assuming I would never get a response. That's right. Um, like, uh, like Art Devaney, uh, for instance, I was oh, like, he's this, this guy, this guy will never email me back. You oh, know, yeah. he, one of his handlers will email me, you know, he em- emailed me back personally within like 30 minutes Yep. and you know, it's just, it's insane, you know? So, um, uh, you know, it's the the people in this community uh, are amazing people, and what I have found overwhelmingly is that the majority of people 
honestly really care about people. Yep. And they, they really want to get their message out because they really want to help people. And that has been such an encouraging thing to me uh, to just see the amount of people that really, really, really care about other people and helping them get healthy. Hi, I'm Christine Moore, Jimmy Moore's wife, and I'm here today to tell you about the Nutritional Therapy Association and why I decided to go through their Nutritional Therapy Practitioner Program. I figured, well, this will be a great opportunity for me to maybe possibly be able to help people with their nutritional issues and anything that they might be going through. Just the thought of me having to learn stuff again, it was intimidating. I didn't think that I would be able to do it. didn't think that that I would be able to retain the stuff that I was learning and I would have a hard time on the quizzes and the tests. The NTA is looking for more keto practitioners. They believe in real food. They do not frown upon good, healthy fats. They believe that they should be a healthy part of the diet. The most gratifying part of the program has been getting to meet a bunch of like-minded people who are interested in nutrition. A lot of us came into this program with health issues of our own that we wanted to try to fix. The material that we're learning is just absolutely incredible. I thought I knew a lot about nutrition, but going through this program, there's so much more to it than what I actually knew. We learn about anatomy and physiology, so we learn about how things work in the body, how vitamins and minerals affect the body, so it's just been a great program. Anyone should do this program. It's a nine-month program that can pretty much fit into anybody's schedule. I mean, we have people that have children, full-time jobs going through this. So it's very flexible with your schedule. If you're thinking about it and not sure, I would highly recommend you go through it. Join the Nutritional Therapy Association today at nutritionaltherapy.com. So have you thought about doing uh, something I've tried, (laughs) and that's picking people from the opposite point of view? Uh, like a Dean Ornish or a Neil Barnard or, or even a Dr. Oz. Have, have you thought about ever interviewing somebody like that on your show? And if so, what would be the benefit of it? Well, I have, Jimmy. I've, I've thought about doing that. I haven't really reached out to anyone from the opposition um, yet. Um, but I, I have thought about it. And, and you know, the... Um, uh, the interesting thing is that since starting this podcast, you know, I started off um, as someone that had um, a lot of uh, book knowledge, if you would, about low carb and things like that. But I didn't have a lot of, um, um, you know, walking it out knowledge, experience, and experience. You know, and there's a and there's a big difference there. You can understand the mechanics of something, but not. Uh, understand what it's really like to go through that and the different stages that you go through and weight loss and, and, you know, why you plateau sometimes and, and, and why it's really easy sometimes, you know? Um, and so, you know, as I started out, I would get guests on and, and, and they would, uh, uh, you know, give me some information or some opinions about things. And I really wouldn't, um, argue back so much, um, you know, because, you know, this, this is a person that's had a level of success and who am I to argue with them, you know, and, and kind of had that sort of attitude. Well, you know, I've had a, a good deal of success myself and I, I not only understand the mechanics, but I've walked it out. Um, and I understand application and implications. And, um, and so now even some of my 
you know, uh, low carb heroes, I'll, I'll kind of go, you know, uh, tit for tat with when, when I have something that, that, that they will say, but I've, I've had a different experience and, and well, um, and I can't think of anything uh, specifically. <laughs> right Open off the top mouth, of my head. insert foot. Yeah, you know, but things like um, you know, people talking about fat intake, and um, you know, when you reach a certain point, you don't need to eat as much fat, and mm-hmm. and things like that, and and that's bogus in, in my experience, and right. and and I don't mind telling people, well, that's not my experience, and this is why this works, and you know, things like that, and I, and I feel like I have a certain level of credibility, and, and, and yet you're still in the midst of your weight loss. Perhaps exactly. they do have a point once you reach. Uh, uh, the phase of maintenance. So, so you know, I, I guess yeah. looking at things through the prism of your own experience, you kind of have to take into account where you are in the journey. Exactly, exactly, and and understanding that uh, that certain things work for certain people. You know, we we're not all the same. That's right. Uh, there are uh, certain truths um, that work for most people, and um, you know, and and certain things just uh, you know. There is a, a validity to your experience, but it is your experience. And um, so, uh, you know, about opposition, um, I, I would like to get some some folks on uh, on the show that uh, maybe are vegan or um, uh, you know low fat or things like that. Because um, you know, I said when I when I started this blog, I said you know I'm a fat man who's trying to get to the truth. Right. Um, I you know we've we've all seen. Um, you know, information out there. We've all seen uh, studies, and you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, you can, uh, as far as scientific studies go, you can twist results to say just about whatever you want it to say, or you can set the study up in a way that whatever your presupposition is, you can uh, you can set it up so that your, uh, you know, you get the outcome that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, you know, um, I would like to get those opposing viewpoints because I want to get to the truth. Um, you know, and if if there's something better out there, I'd love to see it. I, I personally don't believe um, that there's anything better for weight loss and long term health uh, than than healthy, low carb, real food eating. Um, you know, but if you have a story to tell, I'd, I'd love to hear it. Um, I'll probably argue with you about it, but I'd love to hear it. Well, Hank, if you, if you want to see an influx and, and to see the passion that exists on the vegan, vegetarian side of things, just write about something on your blog related to <laughs> veganism or ve- vegetarian. As of the recording of this, I, I recently wrote a blog post about the new movie uh, Forks Over Knives. It's a total oh, yeah. vegan propaganda movie, uh, very highly uh, put out there by T. Colin Campbell and other uh, apologists for the vegan lifestyle. Of course, they call it the plant-based diet, <laughs> vegan. And, uh, and oh my gosh, the comments just explode Exploded with people writing uh, that, that are vegans. Oh, the vegan lifestyle changing my life, and I'm like, great, good for you. I think that's awesome. You know, the, yeah. th- there's such a defensiveness about uh, a nutritional choice, which I have always found hilarious. Because why do you care what Jimmy Moore and Hank Garner eats? You know, it, exactly. It's not really 
any of your business in the grand scheme of things anyway. And yet there's just such a, a religious fervor, for lack of a better term, yeah. uh, that, that people kind of want to take sides. And I'm all about, dude, find what works for you. And if it's veganism, go for it. Nobody's yeah. telling you not to do that, but just don't tell me that my animal-based diet that's low in carbohydrate is somehow killing me just because you think eating animals is wrong. It's it, it's just funny how people get so worked up about those yeah. kinds of things. You know, I, I recently talked to uh, Lear Keith, and, and I know she's been on your show, yep. and um, you know, to hear her story of of the um, the ethical conundrums that she started coming to with um with veganism and how that um you know that it came to her one day that that there is no way to uh you know to to farm and to grow food without killing something and you know all the way down to the ants and things that had to move and and uh you know when she wanted to plant her little garden and you know there's uh you know no matter what that uh religious fervor like you said that that you want to take on there there's uh, there's always something that gets left out uh when you start making those arguments and and she did a beautiful job of uncovering um some of the ways that the that the vegan crowd just looks the other way at certain issues and um it was a real eye-opening uh conversation i had with her for sure <laughs> Yeah, there, there's there's tons of people. And I mean, one of the things you're going to find, the more you do your podcast, Hank, you're going to say, well, dang, do I need to go to twice a week? Do I need to? I mean, that's yeah. the temptation because, I mean, as of right now, you are on a recording schedule that puts you in either late June or early July when this airs. And I've got enough people to fill up almost the rest of 2011 lined up with twice a week podcasts. So, and, yeah, it's, and I it's still haven't there. hit everybody I want to hit. Wow. And it's yeah, just yeah, one of those it's, things that at some point you kind of hope, Hey, can I do this gig on a, like a national radio show or do like a satellite radio daily show? That would be really cool. Um, do you have any aspirations of, of doing that maybe someday and making this a full-time job for Hank Garner? Uh, sure. You know, that's, uh, <laughs> He's like, bring it on brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, that would be, that would be wonderful. Um, I don't dream. have any, any plans right now, but, uh, you know, that's, um, I, I'm always, uh, I'm always open and, and yes, and you're absolutely right. You know, the more it's kind of, it's kind of crazy because the more you learn, the more you talk, um, the more you discover things, the more questions you have, the more, uh, the more you want to dig deeper the, and, and subsequently the more people you want to help, um, the more, um, that you change yourself and you, then you start seeing other people around you that, man, they, they really could use this information. Um, you know, how do I get this out to them in a way that they could receive it? Um, without me being like one of the vegan evangelists where, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to cram this down their throat. Um, you know, can I get more, uh, varied and different voices out there to say things that might reach someone else? Um, you know that that would be uh I, I would love to to be able to uh you know to take this to something i could do full time and um and really help people that's that's really 
kind of my passion right now is uh, is is helping uh, more people that were in the situation that I was in just a few months ago yeah. um, get out of that situation. And and one thing that I recently did, Jimmy, and uh, you know, is uh, I started a, a Facebook group. Um, I had you know a bunch of readers at my blog and and some friends on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Um, and I said, you know, I'm going to start this 30 day challenge and we're just going to set a little, you know, 30 days, finite time. And what we're going to do is we're going to create a closed Facebook group where it's uh, members only um, so that people can post and they can post pictures and they can tell me, uh, you know, about their, their weight story without fear of judgment or, you know, outside people coming in and looking and making fun and that sort of thing it's it's a safe environment and um you know and we're going to help each other we're going to uh we're going to be truthful and honest uh up front about where we are in our journey uh we're going to all tell what our goals are uh you know wanting to start out and some people had massive weight they need to lose some people were already um at goal weight, but wanted to to uh, up the ante, uh, you know, for their fitness level, and uh, so a lot of people from from different places and different uh, points along the path, um, all helping each other, motivating each other. Uh, we're two weeks into it now, and we've uh, with a group of let's see, there's about uh, thirty nine people in the group, I think, and um, about one hundred and fifty pounds lost. Cool. Out of that. Yeah. So super excited about that. And, um, you know, getting the chance to, um, to really, uh, start to help some other people and, um, help them get their, uh, you know, their, uh, their food plans in order, their, their fitness plans in order. And, and, um, so, uh, really kind of branching out in, in that area, uh, here lately and, and offering some, some one on one advice to people has, has really been, um, uh, a big thing for me lately. It's 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 been a, a huge honor and privilege to get to do that. Well, and speaking of your Facebook page, let's give them the URL. It's facebook.com slash low carb journey. That's right. They're real easy to find. And uh, and you, you bring up a good point, and you're going to learn that the longer you do this, Hank, and the more successful you are personally, you're going to have so many people writing you questions. You probably already do. Questions yeah. of all sorts. I mean, you're yeah. going to get... How do I lose that last 10 pounds to, uh, uh, you know, what's the right diet? How much fat should I be putting in my diet? Is this a high-protein diet? You know, all these, like, same, I mean, it's like I get, I, I'm on automatic mode sometimes with some of these answers because it's <laughs> like, okay, I answered that one, like, three days ago. Let's try to find what I said. Okay, yeah, that's a good answer. So let's, you know, and, and it's all about helping people um you know, with their journey. And, and I got to tell you, there are some in the low carb community that kind of loathe having to answer emails. I yeah. find it a pleasure, Hank. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm like, you know what, if someone took the time out of their schedule to write to somebody like me, the least I can do as a courtesy to them and to show that I respect them is to give them some kind of an answer. I may not have the answer. Sometimes I have to blog and write to my expert friends. Hey, what, what, what about this? And they'll write me back and then I can pass that answer on. But if it's something I can answer, I will be writing that person back as quickly as I possibly can. Yes, absolutely. And, and so many, uh, folks in our community are like that, Jimmy. Yeah. There, there's some, some folks that, um, um, are, are not very accessible, but you know, I had someone 
post a comment um, on Facebook a couple weeks ago uh, about Gary Taubes. And um, and so I, I emailed Gary and said, hey, Gary, someone made this comment. Would you like to respond? And Gary took – you know, we're, you know, Gary's in the middle of book mode, you know, and, and promoting and, you know, doing Dr. Oz and all this kind of stuff. And, and he took a half a day, you know, we emailed back and forth and, and he, you know, constructed this, this, you know, brilliant response to all this, uh, this, uh, the questions that this person had, you know, and just gave me a half a day of his time, you know, to, to clear up a misconception. Yep. And, um, uh, you know, there's just so many people like that that are just just amazing people. That, and I'm, I'm really happy to be a member of this community. Well, and one of the members of the community uh, is Steve Cooksey, who's become a really good friend of yours. He's also going to be on this show uh, soon. But he and you decided, what were y'all thinking? Another I, podcast? I know, I know. <laughs> it's um, well, you know, Steve and I. Um, Steve and I became friends because uh, his his Twitter handle and his and his Facebook uh, name are Diabetes Warrior. Yep. Well, um, my father in law uh, passed away from complications uh, of diabetes a couple of years ago, and um, my wife's family um, has uh, a lot of diabetics in there. Uh, my family have a lot of overweight people that flirt with diabetes. And, uh, I've always been scared to death of diabetes. Um, thank God, uh, by the grace of God, I have perfect blood sugar. Uh, but I want to stay that way. And, um, and, you know, we understand the mechanisms that, that cause type two diabetes. And, um, and you know, I wanted to to learn more about it. I wanted to talk to someone who had, um, and I'm saying this in, in quotes with my fingers, uh, beat diabetes uh, or had you know turned the tables on diabetes. We, we know that there's there's not a cure for diabetes yet per se, uh, but there are people that live perfectly normal lives with diabetes. So so I found Steve and and I asked him if he would come on the show as a as a diabetes expert to, so that I could ask him these questions that I'd always wanted to ask. Well, like you, um, Steve was one of those people that after the fact, it just we kept in contact and, and he was so gracious in answering all the stupid questions that I had and, um, and just giving me time, you know, and, and we just became friends and, and, and just, you know, started talking more and, um, and he has uh, a lot of stories that that I felt like really needed to get out, and um, and we shared a lot of common experience in a lot of areas and um, and things like that. And so, um, you know, I asked him one day. I said, you know, there's uh, I think there's um, there's some more stories here to be told. What you know, what would you think about doing this? And so we uh, launched a podcast called Paleo Weekly, where um, we focus more on. Uh, you know, real food and, um, and kind of all aspects of the paleo lifestyle. And, um, and so, yeah, so we're, we're, um, working out some, some kinks in that, but, uh, it's, uh, it's really coming along. Well, and the URL is paleoweekly.com and both the My Low Carb Journey, uh, podcast as well as Paleo Weekly are available on iTunes. So if you uh, type yes. those uh, terms into iTunes, you should be able to find them. It's funny, too, because you started your second podcast, and then I recently started my Low Carb Conversations podcast. So it's like, 
all right, so you following me around, or am I following you around? Who, chicken or the egg, brother? I know, I know, I know, and I love the format of your new show. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. Yeah, we'll have to have you and Steve on together as a special edition or something sometime just to just to have some fun. So we'll we'll make that happen. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great. Absolutely. Well, his name is Hank Garner. Again, visit his website, and the first one is mylowcarbjourney.com. And he also has paleoweekly.com. We'll have links to all of the wonderful work that Hank Garner is doing in the show notes section at theliveinlowcarbshow.com slash show notes. Well, Hank Garner, you're certainly no stranger to this podcast, and you are welcome back anytime. We really appreciate you sharing in your low-carb journey, and you've lost 100 pounds. Let's get the rest of it off and get you back on and celebrate what Living La Vida Low Carb has done for you. Are you a fan of pizza but don't like all the carbohydrates that come in the crust? Well, let me introduce you to Real Good Pizzas. They have four grams of carbohydrates. The crust is made from all-natural chicken breast and Parmesan cheese. They also recently launched a brand new item, breakfast pizzas, which also only have four grams of carbohydrates with bacon and sausage available. Real Good Pizza is now available in 2,000 Kroger Family Grocery Stores nationwide, and they're currently offering free shipping as well well as 10% off when you use the coupon code Jimmy at checkout at realgoodfoods.com. Real Good Pizza. We all know how important fat is on a ketogenic diet, so it's time to meet the keto gang at pureindianfoods.com. Pure Indian Foods has 12 delicious fats and oils for your healthy, low-carb, high-fat, ketogenic lifestyle. So what is grass-fed ghee, you ask? I'm glad you asked. It's also known as clarified butter and is a fabulous source of fat-soluble vitamins like vitamins A, D, and K2. It's an excellent omega-3 to omega-6 ratio of less than 2. It is extremely low in polyunsaturated fats and as such is a perfect cooking fat. It literally, you guys, smells just like buttered popcorn. Pure Indian Foods is a fifth-generation family-owned ghee business and now they have 12 different varieties and flavors for your healthy ketogenic lifestyle. So meet the whole keto gang at pureindianfoods.com and be sure to use the coupon code JIMMY at Check out and you'll get 10% off your first order. Pure Indian Foods. Welcome back to the Living La Vida Low Carb Show with Jimmy Moore. And today I have a very special podcast for you. Uh, and it's with somebody you probably know. He was out there in the low carb paleo community uh, for several years and then suddenly didn't hear from him anymore for a little while. His name is Hank Garner. And I got to tell you, Hank, when I uh, was, you know, doing podcasts and you were doing them and, and we were on each other's shows and everything, people really, you know, were enjoying your style. I, I think you and I uh, got along so well because we have kind of similar background stories somewhat. And then, uh, and then we both kind of had this kind of easygoing style in interview. And he had a very successful podcast. What was it? Uh, My low carb journey, and I think yep. it later was called the journey. Um, yeah. So yeah, it kind of went through several metamorphoses. But then yeah. suddenly, Hank Garner was no more around. Well, you're still here, but <laughs> you were no more on the internet. And I got to tell you, Hank, I had people emailing me. 
you ever find out what happened to Hank Garner? I haven't heard from him. He used to hang out on Facebook. He had a great podcast, blah, blah, blah. And you were gone. And there's a very good reason for it. That's why you're here today on the Living La Vida Low Carb Show. We're going to talk all about it. Welcome back to the internet land, Mr. Garner. Well, thank you, Jimmy. It's always a pleasure to be with you. And uh, I appreciate you opening up your, your forum to me. Man, this is this is something that's too important not to. And I don't think this gets talked about nearly enough in the community. And there's a lot of shaming. There's a lot of finger pointing. There's a lot of things that people say, you know, under under hushed tones. And, you know, it's time to shine some light on the rats. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And I don't mean that in an ugly way. I'm just saying that. I think we need to be very forthright and honest. And, and you know, I, I know you well enough that I know that that's your heart as well, to be very forthright, honest, and sharing, you know, freely from your heart. So let's back up yeah. just a bit. Okay. For the people that don't know who you were when you were online, tell us a little yeah. bit of the journey that got you to be, I guess, a podcaster, a blogger, and all the things that you were doing online. Sure. So, uh, yeah, Jimmy, I was... Uh you know, grew up as the typical fat kid, uh, you know, um, never getting picked for sports, you know, that, that whole thing and the, the typical shame that comes oh, yeah. with being the fat kid. The last uh, kid picked. Yeah, I remember exactly. that. Exactly. You know, and, and you also, you know, defense mechanisms that, you know, that usually the fat kid is the funniest kid in the group and, you know. We try to that be. You, yeah, you know, <laughs> things you you figure out how to diffuse, you know, in any way. Um, my late teens, early 20s, uh, I was able to uh, kind of get into shape and lose some weight. And uh, to be honest, I, don't, I really don't even know how I did it. Um, yeah. It was just one of those things that I, I don't know. Um uh, final growth spurt, you know, the testosterone that comes with being a late teenager. I don't know what it was, but anyway, <laughs> you know, I didn't really make a conscious effort. I just, it just kind of happened. Uh, during that time, I met my wife and um, we got married, um, you know, progressed the clock forward. And uh, this is our, uh, this year's our 20 year anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Uh, well, thank you. We're at 19 this year. Uh, so it's, it's good stuff. Oh, isn't it nice? And, five kids later and all of the stress and pressure and all of that stuff that just comes from just, you know, living life every day. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, 2010, uh, well, early in 2010, I found myself at, you know, probably about 320 pounds mm -hmm. and I'm five foot six. And, you know, so, um, big boy. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, about as big around as you are tall. And um, so I started making a conscious effort to um, do some research and figure out what was the best thing for me. Yep. And I found low carb, found, you know, Dr. Adkins book, found you online, started making some gradual changes here and there. And and I got down to. Uh, about 280, and I just kind of stabilized there. And um, we went through some stuff that summer. Uh, my wife had to have uh, pretty serious surgery on her leg. Uh, she uh, broke a bone, had to have a couple of surgeries, and it was just kind of a – we had also uh, had several family members uh, come down with some pretty serious illnesses. Two of my brothers-in-law had 
massive heart attacks. Wow. Uh, my wife's dad was dying of diabetes uh, complications and just some real wake up call situations. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I started doing some uh, kind of looking at my own life and, and where I was and, and uh, things that I had allowed to take precedent over my health. And you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to get really serious about this, and I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it right. And um, you know, but I needed an accountability system. I I, I knew enough about me, and um, and and uh, you know, the way I'm built, wired, uh, that if I didn't have accountability, I wouldn't stick to it. And I said, well, I don't know of a better way than to start a blog and just put it out there for. God and everybody to see, so to oh, speak. Oh, you are much different than just starting <laughs> off a blogger. You're one of those weird, I mean, uh, people yeah. that started with a podcast. How well, do you start with a podcast? Well, it, it goes, um, <laughs> th- this this was my thinking. It goes something like this. You know, yeah. I had a, uh, I had a history um, of uh, working in radio and TV. Yeah. And so I had some production skills and I had mad uh, skills. Well, and, you know, and I had the ability to talk to people. Um, yeah. And, you know, uh, my wife and I have been involved in different ministry things throughout our life right. and uh, things like that. So I already, already kind of had a heart for people and, and had a, a connection with people. So it was just really easy for me to, you know, strike up conversation. Yeah. And, you know, ulterior motive. Um, I said, you know what, if I'm going to do this thing and I'm, I'm going to really figure this out, what better way than, you know, to get to pick the brains of, uh, you know, the people that are on the cutting edge of science, health and, and all of that. Yeah. So, I hear, I hear that's know, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So at the, you know, it's, you know, two birds with one stone kind there of thing, you, you know, so it was, it was very, very beneficial to me. And I was very, I was really excited to get to share all the information that I found out with other people. But at the same time, I was finding out for myself and I was asking all of the questions yep. that when I would listen to your show, I would go, man, I wish, I wish they would answer this question. Yeah. You know, and, and, um, and a lot of times, you know, um, I like to ask those kind of probing questions to get down to people's motivations uh, and things like that. Those things really interest me to to find out what makes people tick yep. and to understand what makes some people successful and some people not. And what are those trigger moments for people? You know, those mm-hmm. things that work. And um, so those things um, – those are a lot of the kind of questions that I would love to ask. Yeah, wait, wait a few minutes. You're going to get a few of those. So. <laughs> Busted. So, yeah. So it, anyway, to move forward, um, six months later, uh, that was um, the end of October of 2010. Right. By the end of, I think it was April 2011, I dropped 100 pounds. Good job. Um, and in that time, um, my oldest son, Ian, was uh, – around 14 i think at the time and uh, we ran a half marathon together yep i remember um, that just you know stuff that uh you know i just kind of set crazy goals for me you know sure. that's that's nothing to some people but for me that was a huge thing um because you know, i always used to joke you know that i'm not really built to run i'm built to run about five feet and, <laughs> and hit somebody and fall over. Um, yeah. and fall over you know so that was a huge accomplishment for me, and it really, um, you know, solidified in my mind that this was something I could do, that I could be successful at something. So, um, would you say you were 
on top of the world at that mo- at that po- yeah, moment. Yeah, I, yeah, yes, absolutely. And um, it seemed like nothing could go wrong at that yeah, point. Nothing could go wrong. You know, things were just humming right along. Things were going great. Um, and yeah, isn't it funny? <laughs> well, and and you know, and I wound up. Uh, I continued on to lose about twenty more pounds after right. that. So I think my total weight loss was about one hundred and twenty pounds. Got down to uh, about a hundred and sixty-five pounds, yep. something like that. Right. Um, which for me, um, and, and this is something a lot of people don't don't realize. Um, when you walk around at three hundred pounds, you have a lot of muscle. Um, oh, yeah. It, and it the takes legs a lot especially. of yeah. It takes a lot of skeletal muscle just to hold yourself up. So um, you're talking you know, to a farmer, four hundred pounder. So I well, yeah, yeah. You know, and and so you, you look at BMI and um, uh, and I saw you post a, a thing on Facebook a few days ago about this girl that oh, yeah. the school said was well, you know that that whole story is ridiculous. Yep. But anyway, when when you have been fat uh, and then you lose down, like my BMI said that I was still massively overweight it said that my ideal weight should be like 130 pounds right and i would be emaciated at 130 pounds <laughs> you know you what know? i'm supposed to be is something like 180 yeah that's I, cute. I, I couldn't imagine being 180 pounds that would i would be skeletor well yeah because you're like seven foot three aren't you <laughs> uh, close <laughs> <laughs> but uh so anyway i was at like 165 pounds yeah. and was feeling amazing i mean just yeah. You know, uh, skinniest I'd ever been in my life, you know, was wearing, I think, size 33 inch waist, uh, medium T-shirt, you know, just yep. just felt like a beast. And then something happened that summer. Mm. Um, I started getting these weird pain in my feet. OK. Um, and then the the knuckle at my big toe on my right foot started swelling up. And it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I went to a podiatrist and um, he shot it up with a bunch of stuff and said, oh, it'll be fine. And and I kept running and setting new goals for myself and, you know, pushing farther and harder and um, not only running, but uh, weightlifting and, you know, just trying to uh, really take care of the whole package. Yeah, all the stuff Um, you had been doing. all the stuff that you're supposed to do and, right. and, um, and doing everything right. And at the same time, um, you know, keeping a, a public image of, you know, well, if I can do this, anybody can do it. And, uh, and there, there comes a bit of, and I want to choose my words carefully, but um, that there, there's a, a bit of pride that comes with that. Oh, absolutely. Um, that can turn into arrogance. Yeah. Uh, that can turn into um, forgetting where you came from. Um, yeah. A little bit, you know, that you you say, well, and you look back on, on your, especially when it happens so fast, you know, when you drop 100 pounds in six months, um, it's easy to forget all those years uh, that you just kind of flopped around, not able to figure it out, right? Uh, and and trying every diet in the world and nothing works, and you know, and then, um, you know, so my confidence level was was huge, and you know, I really felt like that I had it all figured out, and um, and then weird stuff started happening, and um, 
so this thing with my feet was going on. Um, did they figure the, the out diet, what it was? Well, they did, but I, I had to go to a, a sports medicine doctor uh, finally who said uh, – did some x-rays of my feet, and he said, you have uh, almost no cartilage in, in that toe, uh, and the – other cartilage in your feet are rapidly deteriorating. Wow. And he diagnosed me with uh, this long name, but it's a degenerative arthritic condition where the um, uh, the cartilage just disappears. It just wow. gets uh, eaten away. And genetic? You wind, yeah, it's a, it's a genetic thing. It's just a, a freak thing. Um, my grandmother had a had an arthritis thing, but I don't think it was ever really diagnosed. So it, it may have come from that side of the family. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. Um, early but 40s here, when this hit? Well, yeah, I was uh, 40, 40 or 41. I, I was But almost my, I was, it was, I was 40. I was going into my 41st I got birthday. You. Cool. Anyway, um, that's, uh, so yeah, so it started hurting a lot. And then my knees started hurting. Um, and then my hands started hurting. And, um, we had to stop exercising at some point. Yeah. So, you know, it, it gets to where it just, it just hurts. And so you start easing off of things. Mm. Um, and then when you have, and at that point, um, because I was running so much, I had started adding more carbs back into my diet because sure. I could handle them because I was, I was still at a, um, you know, I could I could eat a hundred grams of carbs a day, right? Uh, if you're running, you know, thirty miles a week, I remember uh, that. Yeah, you could you could easily do that, you know, and and still be nearly ketogenic, you know, right? At least be fairly fat adapted, um, and so. You know, when the exercise starts starts tapering off and then your energy balance gets out and, you know, a few pounds start coming back and then you start trying to figure out, okay, what's going on? And then uh, when that hit, that, that confidence hit happens, uh, then you start second guessing and start doubting everything that you know that works. And then... Um, and then you're afraid to talk to people because, you know, I, well, I don't want to sound like I don't know what I'm doing anymore, I, you know. Um, and then, you know, that voice of doubt comes back and that voice of shame comes back. And the things that you were able to repress for the last year or so, um, you know, those those voices start coming back. And and and. Uh, and then before you know it, uh, it's it's never, I don't think, a conscious effort. Uh, but before you know it, you know, you put 50 pounds back on. And you're like, oh, crap, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, um, you know, and then um, uh, uh, last year uh, we had some, some pretty major family changes. Um, uh, we moved my parents uh, back home close to us to help take care of them and mm -hmm. um and a lot of stuff that uh from my childhood and and things like that that i had thought that i dealt with a long time ago yeah. um start coming up and um 
and and you start having to deal with that and and what i realized jimmy for for me and i think this happens with a lot of people is that um we can get the mechanics of weight loss right yep um we know the things that work we can get the biochemistry down we we uh but if you haven't dealt with what's going on inside of you, your internal motivations, your your need to cover things up, your need to run away from the responsibility of the situation and things like that, you'll never get a hold of the real issues. Right. Um, and we can we can know the proper way to eat, uh, the proper way to exercise, the uh, the fundamentals of all that, but if we don't have the internal motivation to actually carry those things through, um, then we're just going to stay broken. Listen up, everyone. And I finally found a way around all those long grocery store lines. It's called Personal Trainer Food. Visit JimmyKeto.com and you can learn all about this great keto-friendly meal delivery service. And they make some really amazing foods, you guys. You can skip the grocery store. They have a huge menu of foods to choose from that are all your favorites. It's fast, easy, tastes great, and will help you stick to your low-carb lifestyle. Use the coupon code LLVLC at checkout and you'll get $200 off any 28-day program. Again, visit JimmyKeto.com and you'll save some serious cash. Best of all, you'll have all of your personal trainer food while everyone else has to wait in line at the grocery store. Personal trainer food. How would you like to test your blood ketones for just $1 per strip? Join the Keto Clarity Club at bestketonetest.com for the Keto Mojo blood ketone and blood glucose testing. And join the club to get $1 strips when purchased in vials of 50. You get to choose how often that they will ship to you and you'll still get that $1 price per strip. And while you're at bestketonetest.com, make sure you get the meter. And we also have glucose strips sold in vials of 50 and you'll get $5 off with the coupon code JIMMY. There's also the Ketonian Special Kit, which allows you to get the meter, Lancet, as well as a starter pack of blood ketone test strips. Again, it's bestketonetest.com for the Keto Mojo blood ketone and blood glucose testing. Bestketonetest.com. Well, and Hank, even beyond that, which all that is very true, looking at your story, I'm kind of reading through what you sent me in an email. Yeah. That screams stress. And I don't care how good your diet is. I don't care how much you exercise. I don't care what you do in your lifestyle. If stress is present, and this is something we hammer hard in my next book, Keto Clarity, you can't can't have stress and try to be ketogenic and get all those things in order. It's just not going to work. No, there, there's there's biochemistry that you just cannot fight. There, right. there are things that that you set into motion with that stress. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, you, you know the saying is you can't out exercise a bad diet. Ooh. And, and yeah. uh, but I think you can definitely out stress a good diet. For oh, sure. you can out stress everything. You could unravel literally every good thing you're doing for yourself just with stress. I, I and this is going to sound strong, but I think stress is much worse than smoking. I, I tend to agree with you. 
I do. And and you went through so many, and, and, and these are the exact words you sent to me. You were scared, confused, and not sure how you were going to get back on track again. And dude, that's where I was yeah. just a couple of years ago myself. And yeah. here I am putting myself out there and, uh, you know, <laughs> it's well, hard. You, it's hard. It is hard. And, and I'll tell you what, uh, you may never know, Jimmy, the number of people um, that just you walking – through your your struggles in public and open and and even you know the the attack videos that you've had made by you know the 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 folks that make those videos right um you know and and you handling them with grace and with um with openness uh was a huge help to me and, and I know it has been to a lot of other people too and uh you know thank you for having the courage to do that and and I thank know you. we have some other uh you know, mutual friends that have uh, also, you know, been beat up pretty bad by, you know, some of the naysayers and, yeah. and things like that. And, you know, it's it's really time for that kind of crap to stop. Well, you know, I, I often tell people because people are like, are you going to respond to that? I'm like, you know what? The fact that they're talking about it means they think what I'm saying matters. So I'm not going to stop right. anything that I'm doing. <laughs> That's right. So let's talk about you again, because, okay, you had this really horrible degenerative arthritic condition in your foot where the cartilage was disappearing. How is that now, by the way? Well, it's uh, it, it's manageable. Um, what I figured out was, uh, and through, um, you know, a couple of years of, of pain, yeah. was that uh, being in... Uh, Real serious ketosis minimizes those uh, symptoms a a great bit. Wow! Um, it doesn't rebuild cartilage, right? But it does uh, minimize the inflammation, right. which is a big irritant, and um, you know things like that. So now my uh, uh, my bad days are minimal, and um, and you know I still have to pop ibuprofen and, and things when needed, yeah. uh, but it's not, you know, 800 milligrams, you know, twice a day, every day. And not hydrocodone, it, so yeah. Oh, no, no, and, um, you know, it's nothing like that. So, yeah, good. Um, you know, when when you get back to basics and say, okay, I know what worked last time, and I know all of the benefits I got last time. I know that, um, you know, when you, when you cut out wheat products, when you cut out sugars, um, a lot of those anti-inflammatory uh, agents, when you get them out, the inflammation goes down. That's the reason they're called inflammatory. Right. You know, and and you start just okay. Let's get back to common sense. Let's get back to what's going on. And um, and I have found that if I um, tweak my diet to about uh, at least eighty percent fat and you know about fifteen percent protein and about five percent carbs. Um, I'm running like a top and, you know, within a month, you know, I dropped 25 pounds and when did you start this back? Uh, you know, about a month and a half ago. Okay. And, you know, I'm down 25, 26 pounds down about three inches on my waist. Good for you. And, um, um, you know, I'm and I'm headed back in the right direction. So obviously, the stress of the uh, emotion and all yeah. that that went on with moving your parents back in close to you, um, 
you know, I've been through that myself. I mean, I had I had some unresolved things with my dad, which was kind of the whole thing that started me on my journey originally back in 2004, where I lost my way. It was when I finally kind of forgave all that and let go of it, that yeah. ju- that junk, as you call it. Right. Uh, you, you know, and I think too many people hold on to their past and they forget there's a great promising future waiting for them if they just let go and let God. That's right. And, um, and, uh, you know, when you, when you start digging in there and you start, uh, shedding some light on the past hurts and past wrongs, uh, and things like that. And, and you do get to a place where you can, uh, offer forgiveness and receive forgiveness. Uh, there's a, a real special thing that happens there. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've heard people say that forgiveness is, is not for the other person, but it's right. for you. You know, it, it takes the shackles off of you and allows you to, you know, walk in freedom and to, uh, to put that stuff behind you. And, uh, and I went through a real process of that, of, uh, digging up bones, so to speak, and, uh, bringing yeah. stuff out of the closet into the light of day and, um, and learning to, um, reject the shame, you know, and things that came with that and, and to, um, you know, to learn to extend some grace in that and learn to receive some grace in that yeah. and to, to allow, uh, God to, to heal those situations and, um, and it's hard, you know, yeah. it's no, nobody wants to, the reason you bury it is because you don't want to deal with it. You know, it's, it's hard, it's hard to deal with those things. And, um, but it needs to be done. And this is one thing that really irritates me about, uh, like weight loss TV shows, um, <laughs> like biggest loser, for example, if you've ever watched that, uh, never heard of it, uh, never heard of it. <laughs> they, you know, they'll have, they'll show these people on a treadmill for six hours. And then one person has an emotional outburst one day and they go sit out on the steps and they have a five minute conversation and somebody says oh my mother didn't love me and then they they hug it out and then they're all better and it's you know and it doesn't work that way right you know any real emotional um healing takes time and it's ugly and it's uh you know, and there's a lot of tears and snot involved, and it's you know, it, <laughs> tears it's, it's not, and snot. I'm gonna like look, make that a hashtag it, on yeah, Twitter. Hashtag, <laughs> and it, you know, it's it's ugly, but yeah. when it's when it's over, um, you know, uh, then good stuff can happen. Yeah. Uh, but I, I've always preached to my kids, and and I've got teenagers now. Um, God bless I have you. Four teenagers. Oh yeah, and, four teenagers. Oh. I know, and and my youngest <laughs> Noah turns ten tomorrow, so wow. we've got all double digits in the house but i always preach to them that uh before they can start a relationship with someone else they've got to be good with themselves they've got to be you've got to love you you've got to be able to stand on your own two feet and um and be good with you before you bring someone else in and and be good with um you know know who you are be confident in your relationship with god be confident in your relationship with your family and your peers and then bring someone else in um and I had to learn that uh, – I had to kind of reverse engineer that for myself. Yeah. Um, I, I learned that I was not a healthy person on the inside. Uh, and that my outside appearance and behavior was uh, was just a manifestation of what was going on on the inside of me. Mm. And uh, and so I started peeling those layers back and uh, 
in dealing with it. And, um, and uh, it throughout that process, um, I wrote a book about it. Yeah, and Tell us well, about it. it's kind of loosely about it. Uh, it's it's a novel. It's a it's a fictional story, uh, but it's about a young man who um, uh, is. Uh, it, it opens that he's at a wedding, and uh, it's early in the day, and he's got time, and he has a journal with him, and he decides to take some time before the wedding begins to flip back through this journal and to kind of um, v- revisit these. Uh, uh, these times in his life and it's all about him um you know uh, facing the demons that he's faced in his life and uh dealing with an abusive childhood uh learning forgiveness there learning that uh the importance of other people and relationships uh in that healing process and um and it's about his journey um out of despair and out of uh um, out of a bad place to uh, to a healthy place in his life, and is him looking forward, and uh, and it's not about weight loss per se, um, it, but it's uh, it's those uh, those same struggles yeah. uh, are. Uh, they, they manifest themselves differently for some people. Some people are alcoholics, right. and that's how they deal with it. Some people are. Uh, you know, turned a little Debbie instead of uh, <laughs> Jack Daniels. You know that that was yeah, me. Me you know, too. Um, I, you know, I just, uh, you know, I just poured the carbs to it. You know, that that's how I deal with things. Yeah. Um, but the fact is that uh, you know when we're uh, when we figure out those things and we bring those things to the light of day, then it's a lot easier for us to embrace uh, the, the truth about our diet and our exercise and then put the, when we, when we come at those from a healthy place, they, they really, uh, you know, all the gears start turning and we've got everything working in our favor instead of, uh, self-sabotage. Yeah. Hank, what was the name of that book again? Uh, The book is called Bloom, B-L-O-O-M. And it's in paperback uh, and Kindle. it's It's paperback and Kindle and, um, uh, by the time this airs, will also be available at Barnes and Noble, um, the iTunes Store, very nice, uh, the Sony uh, e-reader store, and about a hundred other places where you can buy it. And soon, you need to think about this because you got a cool voice for it. Audible. Yes, I, I, ac- I actually have something in the works. Oh, there, good, uh, good, right good, now, good. So uh, I see. I know the, you so well. I knew that was coming. I knew that was <laughs> yes, coming. Yes. You want to know and, what I think about your story? What's and it that? goes back to what you said earlier when you realized when you were kind of at that top of the mountain moment. Yeah. Pride was. Yes. Pride goeth, as they say. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the Bible says it succinctly. It says that uh, uh, that pride goes before destruction right. and a haughty spirit before a fall. Mm. And, um, and, and, you know, and and I've seen that a thousand times in my life. You know, yeah. you, you can you can watch people and you can see it happen. It's, uh, you know, it it's a. It's a it's a proverb for a reason. It's it's one of those things that's just universally true, um, whether you believe in God or not. It's it's right. one of those things that's going to happen. Call it karma, call it whatever you want, um, but uh, you know when when you put yourself up there and and you believe that you are solely responsible for what happened to you, yeah, um, you know it's it's going to happen. And uh, here's where I I want to take that uh, point with the pride. 
I think you took the pride and you turned it into humility. And once that that happened, once you let go of all that that stuff, um, it's amazing how freeing it is and how you now have a newfound, Hank, uh, a newfound appreciation for what you have, for what you've been blessed with, um, and and what you're going to have moving forward. I, I think the future is bright for Hank Garner now compared to even after that incredible 120-pound weight loss a few years back. I think you are better set now to take on the rest of your life the way it was intended and I don't think it was by accident that you went through this. Yeah. Well, and you know what it also does, Jimmy? It gives you um, a new level of compassion and empathy oh, yeah. that, that you never had before. And even going through a, a huge weight loss to begin with, when, when you have something and lose it and then work to get it back, mm-hmm. uh, man, you, you really understand people's struggle yeah. and in a way that you never could before. Um, Man, I have such a heart for people that have gone through this. And, and you're not alone having gone through the, the major weight loss and regained. There was a, the guy that won the very first Biggest Loser oh, was yeah. that way. I forget his name, but he lost a ton of weight on that show. And he ended up gaining it all back again and had to kind of do the whole deal with stuff. The whole Hank Garner yeah. story. Um, this is not uncommon, which is why you're on here today. I think we need to be a lot more forthright people. I don't think we need to play like, okay, I went low carb and everything was hunky-dory the rest of my life. I'm sorry. Life does not work that way. I wish it did. I wish I didn't get back up over 300 pounds after losing weight. It sucks. Yeah, it (laughs) It does. It really sucks. But I think the thing, the common thread that I see in all of us who have gained back is we didn't quit. That's we, right. We stayed in the game. We right. found what worked for us. And that might mean tweaking a little bit more as we continue to get older. Yeah. That's a part of the process. And I don't think you get to weigh over 300 pounds as a five foot. What, what would you say your height was? again? Five, six, five, yeah. six or six foot three, 400 pounds for me. You don't get to weigh that much. Um, and then do a spectacular job of taking the weight off without having to maybe fight some demons every now and then. That's right. That's right. And and, and you know, um, one thing that uh, uh, one thing that really uh, uh, kind of hit home for me is um, uh, during that that kind of the echelon of pride, if you want to. Um, you know, we, we put a lot of faith in in our diet plan, or yeah. I did, um, and said, you know what, this uh, uh, you attribute a lot of things uh, to the diet and say, well, you know, since I went low carb, I fixed this, I did right. this, I did this, and you almost get this feeling of invincibility just because you made the right diet choice. That's pride, too. and yeah, it is, and um, and we also we have to be humble enough, like you said, to to be able to tweak and say, you know what, I, I've got to keep working on this, and and I don't have it all figured out. Yeah, I, I am going in the right direction. I know things that that have worked for me so far, um, and I'm going to continue to experiment. And you know, uh, uh, and we just got to keep you know uh, an open mind to that. Um, I know there's been a lot of uh, talk here lately with some new discussions about 
starches and and things like that and right. and I appreciate the conversation that's going on um but I feel like there's uh, a lot of attack on the low carb community coming from the other side and uh, and I appreciate what your response has been here lately that you know uh, okay let, let's get some information out there I, I know what works for me this may work for some other folks but you know let, let's drop the dogma that yeah. that this is the this is it this is the only thing that's going to work because new information comes out every month it seems like and and if we keep chasing that dogma um we're just hurting ourselves in the long term chasing the dogma there's another hashtag i love it (laughs) dude you You are like you're supplying uh, some good ones i'm sorry uh, go ahead (laughs) but i you know i'm just saying that um i i think i figured out what works for me you know getting back to basics um you know good solid ketogenic diet lots of butter lots of coconut oil those things work for me um next year if if I feel like I'm slipping again, um, you know, I, I'm not afraid to go back to the drawing board and say, okay, well, let, let's see what we can tweak. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in our 40s, you know, things change. Um, but, you know, we, we keep, we keep uh, pressing forward. Well, Hank, you are definitely an inspiration to me uh, because people in your situation with all that you went through, and, and there's a lot of people listening that have gone through much, much worse, or maybe they're currently going through a period of time where they're not losing or maybe they're struggling with some regain as well. Hopefully today uh, you've inspired them. W- would you like to speak directly to those people and give them some encouragement? You know, Jimmy, I would just say that uh, know that you're not alone. Uh, it may feel like you're alone, uh, but you're not. There's There are plenty of people that have walked the same path that you've walked, uh, that are walking the same path that you are. Uh, and no matter how authoritative someone comes across on the Internet, they're still just a human being that goes through the same doubts, struggles uh, every single day. Yeah. Um, you know, some of us put on a, a good persona and uh, put on an, an air uh, that we have it all figured out. Uh, but the truth is, we're all uh, we're all just in this together, and and we're figuring it out as we go. Uh, we do know uh, that certain things work better for certain types of people, and and there's no shame in understanding uh, that when I find something that works for me, I'm going to stick to it no matter what all the other folks say. Uh, so find those things that work for you. If uh, if, if being seriously uh, ketogenic uh, works for you, then, then do that with all your might. And if being vegan works for you, God forbid, um, you know, go at it. Um, but just, uh, you know, learn what works for you. Uh, and more importantly, find uh, those people in your life uh, that are in relationship with you, invest in them uh, so that they in turn will invest in you and uh, and learn that you, you don't walk this life alone um, and that relationships do matter. Right. That would be my advice. Okay. Uh, you know, invest in those in those relationships that you have and, and do the do the hard work that it takes to get down to why you really are the way you are. Right. It's worth it. 
His name is Hank Garner. He's got a great new book. Check it out. Uh, kind of is a somewhat of your story hidden in some fiction here. Bloom is the name of the book. We'll have a link to it in the show notes section at theliveinlowcarbshow.com. Now, I know you're kind of back on this journey again the last couple months or so. Are you planning on having some kind of a web presence? Or are you just going to kind of hang in the background for a little while? What's, what's the plan? Uh, I, I have a website now for... Uh, uh, for my book promotion, it's hankgarner.com, and I've got a blog there. Uh, I have not been blogging specifically, you know, about weight loss and, yep. and those, but, you know, um, as a writer, the things that you go through come out in, in whatever you do. Uh, so I'm definitely not scared of those conversations, right. uh, and I I welcome some feedback from, from folks. I, I really do. Uh you know, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. Well, but, and you're not uh, hiding either because uh, you do have Facebook.com slash author Hank Garner and then on Twitter, Twitter.com slash Hank the Writer if you want to yeah. check him out and connect. Because, Hank, I'm telling you, man, people love you. And I want you to know that publicly that uh, I got so many people writing to me, where's Hank Garner? Where's Hank Garner? And we were all worried about you, man, but I'm really glad to hear. You know that you kind of went through this journey. It sucked for yeah. you in the in the in the midst of it. I know, but I know today in 2014, you Hank Garner are a better man as a result of going through all that. So uh, here's wishing you well in the years to come. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate it. Coming up next time on the Living La Vida Low Carb Show, we'll have another LLVLC Show Classic episode with Morley Robbins. Get show notes for today's episode at theliveinlowcarbshow.com. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review at iTunes. Thanks for listening to the Livin' La Vida Low Carb Show. We'll see you next time. Disc. <laughs>